How much would your life change if you knew every single time someone told you a lie? Even if that someone was you. Lies like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you can't own a business, and you definitely will never make more than you did in your old corporate job. Get ready to be proactive, passionate, productive, and oh-so-profitable in a way you've never before experienced by opening your eyes to the big fat lies. Now, here's the host of Big Fat Lies, business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer-Lewis. Hey there, beautiful people. Welcome to Friday. Oh my goodness, what a week we've had, so much going on in the world. And wouldn't it be super cool if you actually knew what the truth was. There's so much going on in the world, so much going on in the world. And wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be so much lighter, so much easier to be you if you knew what the truth was? And that's the reason why I started this show. Big fat lies. You're thinking to yourself, why would somebody have a show about lies? Well, I can tell you my entire life, I've been so aware of the lies that people are telling themselves, the lies that they're telling each other about what's going on. And when you believe the lies about what's going on, what can happen is you begin to give away your own knowing. And then you can't trust anybody. You can't even trust yourself. And that's the scary part because you actually can trust yourself. You do have a deep knowing inside of your body. And that's what I'm here to show you with Big Fat Lies is where to go, who to talk to, what, you know, what deep information can you have about what you're here to be and do. And, you know, that's the thing. We're all here in Earth University. That's what I believe. I think we're all getting our PhDs and our doctorates and our masters in Earth University. And one of the things that we probably should have been told as we were little beings is how aware we are. Oh my goodness. I remember just listening to adults talk to one another and thinking, do you actually believe that what you're telling each other is true? And so you may even be thinking to yourself, oh my God, I remember sitting on the couch with my parents and listening to them talk and thought, thinking to myself, well, there's something wrong about this. And so that's what Big Fat Lies is all about is, you know, ripping the lid off gently or not gently on the big fat lies that people are telling you, the big fat lies that if you, you have started to believe are true about living, about life, about business, about this reality. <laughs> so this show, this show, just this show, we're going to talk about the lie called you should never do business with family. Oh my goodness. How many times have you heard that lie? More than once, more than twice, more than a million times. And why do I care? You know what? Because <laughs> I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. And I think probably one of the most gorgeous ways to express yourself as a human being 
is creating something, creating a solution to something, and then launching it out into the world. Now, there's going to be a percentage of us that are set up energetically to be solopreneurs. It's a very, very small percentage of people. And then there will people will be people who are set up to do business with a group of people. Now, I use something called human design in my work. And I have something called the network. So I'm actually designed to do business like this, to talk to people in groups and to, you know, inspire people in groups and to challenge people on the way that their thoughts are affecting their reality and the way that the lies that they have installed on their system are affecting their life and their business and stopping them from being happy, stopping them from being productive, stopping them from being really profitable. Because guess what, you guys? Money isn't hard. It's not. It's what we make of it. And so there has been times in my life that I've really made money difficult. And most of the time, it's when I'm denying my natural gifts. And so this is one of them is talking to people, having an intelligent conversation, inspiring people, challenging them. And so why are you going to want to listen to this episode of Big Fat Lies? Well, one, I'm going to start to talk to you about the origins of never doing business with family. And they're kind of nefarious. And then I'm going to show you something called the Penta. And so if you're listening to this on the radio, you might want to hop on to the Inspired Choices Network YouTube page and then also my YouTube page, which is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, youtube.com Jennifer Kramer Lewis to watch the actual video. I'm not going to, I'm not going to show any slides or anything, but you might want to, I'm going to show you this thing called the Penta and why you're going to want to care about it. And then I'm also going to share with you the top three questions that you need to ask both yourself and your family to get them on board, you know, because they're not, if they're not on board in your business and, you know, it's really annoying you as a business owner that you have to be like, mom's going live, mom's going live, mom's going live, like 18 times. And then, you know, they still run the garburator while you're trying to go live or the dog's barking somewhere in the house while you're trying to go live. Well, here's the thing. You haven't enrolled your family in the mission of your business. You haven't, um, you haven't asked them these top three questions. So, yeah, (laughs) that's what I want to invite you to. So if this is the first time you have heard Big Fat Lies and you've heard the name Jennifer Kramer Lewis, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about me. I'm a business coach. I'm a shaman and I'm a seer. And so we'll start with the seer part. And you're probably thinking, oh, my goodness, a psychic, a business psychic. How freaking cool is that? Well, it is cool. Because guess what, guys? I get messages from all sorts of places and spaces. Yes, I can use cards. Yes, I can use tarot cards or anything like that. But generally, the messages come through and they've been coming through my whole entire life. I've been trying to tell people how to be happy, how to be productive, how to be confident, how to get traction for my entire life. Now, whether that was 
welcome from, you know, a little tiny person, uh, that's debatable. <laughs> Although, you know, my mom actually did listen to quite a bit of what I said to her as a little kid. And I do, um, I do appreciate that uh, she gave me a voice to be able to tell her some things. And so what is a shaman? Do you actually have to be a First Nations person to be a shaman? Well, no, actually, if you look around the globe, there's shamans of all different races and shapes and sizes and genders. And for me, what a shaman is, is someone who is very connected to the elements of the planet, someone who receives messages from birds, from the earth, from the grass, from the trees, you know, just from the wind itself, someone who really invites people to a new relationship with the earth because guess what guys we only get one body this time around and we only get one earth this time around and so right now the focus has been on our health you know somebody's saying oh well, we'll come up with new medicines for you so that you can not get sick well, my point of view is, is that the earth has all the medicines for us that we could ever need to take. My great grandmother was a Christian science. And so one of their tenets of Christian science is that we have been incarnated on this earth and the earth has all the medicine that we need in order to be able to heal ourselves. And so I don't have a fundamental, um, uh, connection with Christian science, but I do believe deeply that we have the ability to heal ourselves. And so one of the greatest places that we have to learn more about ourselves, to have a really great experience in life, and also learn more about ourselves and have really a lot of roller coasters is one in business and two in relationships. And so those two are inextricably tied. You cannot have a business without having relationships. And you kind of can't have a relationship without having a business, you know, because a business is a relationship entity and a relationship is kind of a business entity. You know, it needs to get fed. It needs to pay the bills. It needs to, you know, attract different things that a business would normally attract, a relationship has to attract those same things as well. And so if you're listening live, I invite you to jump into the chat room at Inspired Choices Network. So you can go over to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room. And then Keisha is my show producer today. She will move you into the Zoom room if you want to see my face and see uh, the slide that I'm showing today. Well, not a slide, a piece of paper that's uh, showing you more about the business penta and the relationship penta and why we end up fighting with people over roles. And so if you're one of those families that's like, well, how come nobody walks the dog? <laughs> You might want to jump into the chat room and ask Keisha how you get onto the live Zoom meeting with me today. And then before, um, before I lose my track and my train of thought, next week we're going to be going live and we're going to talk about I'm sorry, the big fat lie called I'm sorry. <laughs> 
So you might want to set your calendar for one o'clock on Friday afternoons, Pacific Standard Time, four o'clock Eastern Time, and as we get across the world, first thing in the morning in Australia. So Keisha's telling me that we have three minutes to break. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to use this three minutes to invite you to the fact that we're here for a very special mission. And so if your business is reflective of that mission that you're here for, uh, your human design gives you a ton of information about what your talents are, what you're here to do, what you're here to never be great at. And that's the really cool thing is human design talks about something called the science of differentiation. And so one of the things that I do have that you're going to hear more than once is I have the talent channel. And so I laugh. I call this the stage mom. I really do notice what your talents and capacities and abilities are. And I steer you towards those and away from the stuff that you're never going to be good at, you know. That's one of the things, one of the biggest fat lies is that you really should be good at every single thing in your life and business. And it's not true. And it's really, really exhausting. I find it so freaking annoying when somebody tries to tell me what it is that I should be good at in my business. You know, so maybe um, it would be cool for you to get that information like, oh my goodness, what is my human design mission on this planet? What are my talents and how can I use them more expressively so that I can do what it is that I came here to do and attract the people who are here to pay me for what it is that I came here to do? How cool would that be for you guys? So when we come back after the break, I'm going to talk about the origins of never doing business with family. And so I wonder what those nefarious origins are. So that's why you're going to want to jump on after the break with us to find out what the origins are so that you don't have to make it significant. You don't have to feel wrong if you've heard that big fat lie, if you've let it affect your business, if you've sort of disinvited your family from participating in your business, or maybe your family just sort of feels a pressure like, oh, I should really stay away from my mom or my dad while they're doing business. Um, yeah. I'm going to talk about that when we come back from the break and you are so invited to join us on the other side. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis and this is Never Do Business with Family on Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. So we'll see you after the break. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that. How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis, stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be.
Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to Jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Awesome. Well, welcome back, you guys. This is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and the show is Big Fat Lies. And today we're talking about the big fat lie called never do business with family. So before the break, I talked to you about discovering what your secret mission is. So if you're joining us now, you might want to listen to the previous part of the show. And then also I'm inviting you every single Friday, I'm here live. So you can jump into the chat room, you can jump into the recording studio and ask me questions about the subject topic to have a deeper expression of what it is that you're here to be and do on this planet. So the origins of never do business with family. Well, let's go way back in time, way, way, way back in time. Imagine, imagine that you are the Lord of a Hamlet and you have a castle keep with a nice big wall and you want to control all the money. You want to control all the enterprise and you want to control all of the people inside your village. Well, why not start a rumor called never do business with family so then you can isolate people so that they only have to do business with the Lord. They only have to do business with the people who are in charge of the community. And then what can happen diamond mines, <coughs> all sorts of things like that. What can happen is that person gets to dictate the price for your enterprise because they become the very per the very first person, one, that you do business with. And then they tend to become the only person that you do business with. And so when you can separate someone off from the herd and say, oh, well, Joe, you know how to take care of sheep. So that's your job alone. You take care of the sheep and, you know, I'll pay you a couple of shekels and you can just take care of the sheep. And Joe's like, okay, well, I actually need money and I actually need to feed my family. So if this is the only person that can pay me, then um, or the only person that I'm allowed to do business with, the only um, viable, uh, what do I want to say here? Yeah, the only viable marketplace for my skills and talents is this one person. Then I guess I better get the shekels from that person. Well, 
here's the big fat lie. Um, yeah, what do I want to say here? Gosh, I'm getting so many ideas at the same time. This never happens, she said with a twinkle in her eye. Uh, when you start to do business as a family unit, and you're going to learn this in the next part of what I'm going to show you, is you become quite a bit stronger as an entity when you form your family unit. And so your family unit can look like any family unit. You know, it can be a bunch of college students living in one house, creating a family penta unit. It can also be a business. Everybody who does business in the office together is a family penta unit. And so the titles change um, of each of the parts of the family penta unit. But thinking of this, you know, it's like one person really knows how to send out the bill and make sure to get paid. And one person really is the creative enterprise. And one person is sort of like the mom of the office. They remember to water the plants. They remember to make sure to call the electrician because, you know, one of the lights is out and it's been out for three weeks. And that person is the only person that will remember to call the electrician. So when you are under the big fat lie of never do business with family, what it does is it weakens your position. And so it's so funny, like anything to do with being a solopreneur and, you know, being the only person in your business and having a super micro business um, is really, really part of this big fat lie of never do business with family. Now, do I mean specifically your children or your parents? Yeah, I do. But I also believe that you can have an office, you can have staff that feel like family. And so we're going to start to talk about that in the three questions that you need to ask to make sure that your family is a business asset instead of a business donkey. <laughs> so you're going to want to keep listening. But here's the thing, you guys, the more support that you can have in your life and in your business, and the more you don't try to fulfill all the roles yourself the more strong and substantial and robust your business can be. And so it's so funny. I have these conversations with people and they're like, but I can't afford to hire a, an assistant. You know, I can't afford to hire a, you know, web page designer. I can't afford it. I can't afford it. And every time my business has gotten bigger, it has been because I hired someone to do the stuff that I'm no good at. And, you know, that's probably one of the biggest things that I do in my VIP is show people what their strengths are and show people what their like definitely ultra not strengths are and who we need to hire first to make sure that they're supported in their genius. And so you're probably thinking, well, what does this have to do with family? Well, guess what? You right now have people in your house that specifically or in your sphere that specifically have talents and missions on this planet that are complementary to yours. Isn't that cool? 
like you can actually look at your human design chart and the human design charts of your children and your spouse and you know your siblings and quite often they build a penta it's just freaking weird the stuff that you're no good at most likely they are excellent at and so by acknowledging that, acknowledging that you can actually join forces and become a superhero together, the more likely your business is to succeed, the more likely you are to be happier, the more likely you are to be fully expressed as the being that you came here to be in the business that you came here to have, if that's something that's exciting to you, to have a business that actually works, to have a business that actually attracts the clients that you are super excited to be working with. Because what's the point then? You know, if you have a business that you're kind of like, eh, I don't even know if I want this business, is the business going to be excited for you to own it? Probably not. <laughs> All right, so we might have to split this over a couple of um, over a couple of segments here, but when I want to get started on showing you this business penta, so I'm just going to hold it up here, and you're probably going to forget all of it. It's okay. So if you're watching it on the radio, um, there's roles here, and I can show you where to find them on your human design chart. If you wanted to have a complimentary session with me, I can show you where to find them. Uh, and give you some information on what might not be working in your business and what might not be working in your relationships. Um, so here's the roles. On the top, it's discipline, demonstration, and tradition. In the top middle is future, present, and past. In the bottom middle, it's inner flow, material, and discovery. And on the bottom, it's home, demands, and world. And so I'm just going to talk about as far as I can go before the break. But the top left-hand side is something called discipline. And so in my experience, people who have this discipline gate, they're like a metronome. You know, they like get up every day at the same time. They go to bed every day at the same time. They're so freaking reliable. God bless them. They're so reliable. They're the kind of people that if you don't allow that metronome to annoy you, if you're just like, oh, yes, I know exactly when that person will be awake. So I know exactly when I can call them and ask them for something. And when you're around them, their timing, their ability to be so reliable and to have self-discipline allows you to have more self-discipline. So if you're the kind of person that's terminally late for things, this is the kind of person that you really, I would look for this gate first in a virtual assistant or a gal Friday. So this is the gate called discipline in the family penta. And in the business penta, it's called administration. So they're the type of people who know how to get the bills out on time so that you can actually get paid. 
Yay. Because that's the thing. You know, I mean, you can have a business, but if you don't get paid, it's called a hobby. <laughs> and in some cases, a very, very expensive hobby if you don't get paid. And so the next gate over is called demonstration or PR. So these are the kind of people that tell you what this family is about. So they're the type of people who are almost like the ringleader or the person in business, it's public relations. So these are the branding of the family and the branding of the business. And so this person would decide what color the front door of the house is paid, painted. This person would decide, you know, oh, well, we're going to use this front room. Now we're taking all the couches out of it and we're going to use it for an office space because it's very important for this business to have a room that the clients can come into. Even if we're doing virtual business, it's still really, really important. And so I would actually hazard a guess that if you were going to hire a virtual assistant you and they're doing the... Um, they're doing social media for you, then this PR or demonstration gate is super, super important for you to have. So Keisha is letting me know that we're one minute to the break. So you are listening to Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis. And the reason why you're going to want to listen after the break is I'm just going to break down some of the roles that you really, really do need to have filled in your family penta and in your penta as a business owner this is the reason why you guys are fighting this is the reason why businesses are not happy is because the roles aren't fulfilled it's not personal guys it's just mechanical and i can show you exactly where to look in your business engine and in your family engine to make sure that it's running smoothly and it gets you to the destination that you want to get to. So you're going to want to see us after the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis and this is Big Fat Lies. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that. How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. Hey there, beautiful people. It's Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and we are coming back 
from our second break, if you can believe it. And today we're talking about the big fat lie called never do business with family. And so if you're listening live and you'd love to join us in the studio audience, jump into the Inspired Choices Network chat room and my show producer, the very beautiful Keisha, will usher you into the Zoom room. And so jump in there, say hello to Keisha, and come and play with us on the other side and ask questions about the business penta and the family penta. Because before the break, I was talking to you about three roles that you really, really do need to have fulfilled in your business and in your home. Otherwise, we don't know who's driving the bus. So those are the leadership roles. Not all of them. There's six leadership roles. And so we're going to jump into more of those pretty quick. But if you'd like to come and play with us on Big Fat Lies and you're listening to this right now, jump into the chat room, which is inspiredchoicesnetwork.com forward slash chat room and uh, come and join us. I always love it when we have people to talk to directly. So the next one that, uh, that you're going to need, and I'm going to hold this up again. So the next one is called tradition. And so this person holds the traditions of the family. They're the ones who say, oh, well, this is how our family does it. They're the ones who really take care of how your business does things. And so if you don't have this gate, if you don't have the tradition gate yourself, then you're actually going to have to hire somebody to make sure that your business is projecting what it is that your business traditions are. I mean, it can even be that your business tradition is that you're very untraditional. I have a salty tongue. I have a salty mouth, I swear. And so that's one of my business traditions. That's one of the things that you can totally expect from me is that I drop the F-bomb. And so if you're listening to me at work, you probably want to listen to me on your earbuds. Or if you're listening to me around little kids and you haven't had the conversation that there are some adult words and they can start to say them when they're adults. But if they say them before that, then probably you're going to get your mouth washed out or you can go to your room for a little while and consider your choices. So here's the thing. If your business has nothing to present to the world, no traditions, then there's nowhere that the clients can actually plug into and say, oh, well, these traditions for this business actually match my traditions. So I would actually like to have a future that matches the traditions of that business. And so it's different than public relations. Public relations is a little bit like branding or what color you paint the door on your house to have it a little bit more fun or you know whether you like to have flowers and vases and different things like that tradition is like oh i know what these people are about and so super important to have that and it's so interesting i just hired a virtual assistant um 
She's been working with me for about a month now, and she has all of those. She has discipline, she has demonstration, and she has tradition. And it's been really interesting how she makes choices versus how I make choices. Because I actually don't have any of those super top ones. So I need someone to be reliable for me. I need someone to do the PR for me. And I need someone to hold the vision and the tradition of the company for me. And she does that in spades. And so we have a question from the audience. My question is, what if your close family or your spouse doesn't understand the way you do business, i.e. in an intuitive way? I'd also like to know how to find a virtual assistant. Awesome. Well, that is a really great question. So how would I handle that? So we were going to talk about that in the next segment is questions that you can ask your partner, questions that you can ask your kids, questions that you can ask your um, significant other, questions that you can ask people who are, you know, close to your business and could possibly refer clients into your business. Um, maybe you could tell us a little bit more in the chat, Hattie, about um, what are the symptoms that are showing up so that I can give you a little bit more of a prescription of how to handle it. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through the next three gates and Hattie, I'm going to give you a chance to give us a little bit more information on that. So maybe you can consider what kind of information that you want to share with us. So the next three gates are future, present, and past. And so I've got two out of these three gates. So the future uh, really, like, what's the future of your business? What's the future of your family? And so if this gate is activated in your chart, well, you always know where you're going. And you always know what you want. And you always know who you need to marshal to be able to get this done. This one is, uh, if you look at the Chinese I Ching, this is called the army and the general. And so I have this activated in my chart. I always know where I'm going. I always know what I would like to receive. I just, I just do. And so um, it's so interesting. If it's not activated in your chart, then some of the symptoms can be that you kind of can't be cohesive about a future of your business. And so some of the symptoms of that is that, you know, your old clients may not be re-upping and like buying new packages from you or buying more of your products and services. They might not, you know, the old clients might not be coming into your bricks and mortar business anymore because you don't have someone filling that future role for you. And so does it have to be your life partner? No. Does it have to be your kids? No. Can it be somebody that is a contractor? Yes, but more likely <clears throat> to have a future in your business, it will be best if it's someone that you're planning on having a long-term relationship. So contractors are usually coming in, fixing a few problems and then going away, but you still have to have someone run those systems. And so think about that for yourself, for sure. And then the next one is called present. 
And so if you don't have that activated in your chart, you may be spending a lot of time on the future, but not actually handling the day-to-day -day details of what needs to get done in order to have that future come to fruition. You might be a big picture thinker like me, but you need to hire somebody to make sure that, you know, one, the kids get to soccer. Two, that it's not you driving the kids to soccer because your business requires you to be present exactly right at soccer time. And so this is some of the things that I see when I'm working with female business owners is that they think it's them that has to do everything. One of the most refreshing, uh, refreshing and progressive, I wanted, wanted to say, yeah, a word like refreshing and progressive, like a, um, like it had, you know, like it was together, was a friend of mine, she was a bank manager. And um, so she was working in banking. And her husband was a pilot. And so he'd be gone for days on end. And she was working downtown Vancouver, as a bank manager, or an assistant manager, some high level executive. And so they actually just had a car service for their kids. Their kids needed to go from school to hockey and school to dance. And, you know, so they just had a car service. And so the kids knew that the taxi would arrive at the school and be waiting. And they just need to go jump into the taxi and go on to dance lessons or hockey lessons or whatever it was that they were doing. And so how cool is that to treat yourself like the valuable product? You're like, okay, I actually don't need to drive home from my job, pick up the kids, take them to dance and sit there for, you know, an hour and a half while they go to their dance practice. I don't have to. I can actually just hire somebody to drive them to dance. They'll be at dance and then I can pick them up from dance. Or even if it doesn't work for me, I can have the driver come and grab them again and bring them home and I'll see them there at six o'clock when I get home from work. And so treating yourself like the valuable product isn't actually, um, what do I want to say here? You're not being an asshole. You're just being progressive. You're just being sort of like refreshingly progressive. And this was interesting. This was like, hmm, I'm trying to think when this would have been the 1980s. So that's pretty freaking cool, isn't it? And so the next one is the past. And so this is in the middle on the far right side of the penta. And so this is the person who is the family archivist. You know, they have all the photographs, they have the family silver, they have, um, yeah, they have the archival quality of the tradition. So they're the ones, they're the archivists. And so if there's nobody in your family that actually has this gate, then your family doesn't have pictures of family vacations. You know, your family doesn't have um, a family newsletter. Your family doesn't have any, you know, family probably doesn't even send out Christmas cards. <laughs> and what if you're already beating yourself up about not sending out Christmas cards? How refreshing would that be for you that you're like, oh, I'm not bad. 
I just don't have that gate activated in my chart and nobody else in my immediate family who's living with me has it activated either. So if it's super important to me to send out Christmas cards, then I'm going to have to hire someone who has that gate activated and then they can interview me. They can write the family Christmas letter. They can make sure that the Christmas cards get sent out or maybe I just get send out cards and I hire somebody to manage that for me. <laughs> Doesn't that make it feel so much more relaxed to know that it's not a failing? It's just mechanical. It's not even personal. And so for a business, if you don't have that gate activated in your business, then you keep making the same stupid mistakes in your business. And so we're going to start to talk about that on the other side of the break. We're also going to address our client's question uh, after the break. This is Big Fat Lies. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and I am a business coach. I am a shaman, and I am a seer, and I stand for you having a business where you are fully expressed in your talents. You are no longer believing any of the lies of this reality. And you're just asking, hey, where do I fit into all of this? And you're not trying to fulfill any roles that you're not here to fulfill and be and do. And doesn't that sound so fun and just so much more relaxing? So after the break, I am going to start to talk about the questions that you can ask to make sure that your family becomes a business ally for you. So that's why you're going to want to join us on the other side of the break. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis, and this is Big Fat Lies on Inspired Choices Network. Have you ever said to yourself, I knew I shouldn't do that? How did that feel? What did you make that mean about you? Business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis stands for you being deliciously ambitious, passionately productive, oh so profitable, and creating a life that is truly delightful in every area. Tune in to Big Fat Lies every Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central, and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com to open your eyes to the big fat lies that are keeping business owners from being the bright shining beacons they came here to be. This is Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com or send a question or comment to jennifer at jennifercramerlewis.com. All right, you guys, we can, if you can believe it, we are in the third segment of our show today. Thank you so much for joining us. And yeah, I just, I would love for you to have so much freedom. Like what if there was just a little switch inside your belly that would flick on every time someone told you a lie and you could just pay attention to it. Even if that lie was you telling you a lie, like how much freedom, how much time would you stop wasting making yourself upset about things that you can never ever change and waiting for people to change because when people show you who they are you have to believe them 
You have to believe them. You're like, okay, you know, the old saying, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me. Well, I, I kind of think you shouldn't give people any more than two chances. You know, it's like turn the other cheek and then turn the other cheek. It's like, okay, well, I'm out of cheeks now. I'm not going to turn around for you to slap the other two cheeks. <laughs> awesome. So our, um, our studio audience guest says, uh, I've run a, um, I've run a normal design business for 10 years and more and more I've started working in an intuitive way in other ventures. And I'm also a flower essences practitioner and intuitive. My husband says he doesn't believe in what I do in terms of the intuitive work. And my mom always doesn't have confidence in what I do. The kids I work around, but I don't bring them into business. I just talked to the eldest about it. Okay, so let's address your normal design business. So your normal design business would really, really benefit from you knowing which of these gates that you have activated and, um, and why? Because in design, there's a huge amount of intuitive work. You basically have to go into your client's energy field and into their body and into what they've told you and into what they've emitted telling you and really create something cohesive and beautiful that they really feel at home in. So denying that there is an intuitive component in being any kind of an artist, especially someone so audacious as to go into someone's home and do design, like holy moly, you have to be psychic to be good at design. Unless you're one of those designers that, you know, really has a specific style. And then people are like, oh, well, I want that guy or I want that gal because I want, you know, South Beach or whatever. If you're really designing for your clients, which I believe you are, it really feels like you have a huge heart, huge, and really create homes that are very loving and cohesive, then like to deny that there isn't an intuitive component in that is, you know, it's being willfully, willfully ignorant. And so you may already know that about your life partner that, you know, there's some things that he's just really not interested in knowing about. And so what you're going to have to do for you is figure it out. Do I have to convince my husband that I'm intuitive when I've made a business for 10 years based on massive amounts of intuition? You know, it's like, um, it's so funny. I've said this so many times this week in my conversations, but there's this saying called laying pearls before swine. So imagine you've got these like massive Tahitian pearls and they're just sort of like a combination of like deep gold and champagne at the same time. You've never seen that color before. And when you hold them in your hand, they're just so heavy and cold and beautiful. And when you put them on, you feel like, you know, a combination between, you know, Queen of Sheba and Cleopatra at the same time. Well, if you take that out in the barnyard and you throw it in a bucket and, you know, you stick it outside for the farm animals, they're not going to know what they're looking at. And so that's one of the things that, that actually may show up in your husband's chart 
is that he has zero intuitive gates. So not only does he not get intuition, he's also been programmed that intuition is not a valuable product. <laughs> so have a look at that, you guys. If you have a business where intuition is something that you do and something that you are a master at, if you're trying to market it to people who have no value um, for it, then who does that hurt? Who does that hurt? So I did promise you guys the three questions that you need to ask to bring your family and your team on board. And so the number one question, and you know, please wait to a time where you're not feeling uh, angry or upset. The number one question that I need to need to have you ask yourself and your team and your family is, what's our mission? You know, what's our mission here? What are, what are we really doing here? And ask that for yourself. Ask your family, hey, family, what's our mission? Hey, team, what's our mission? And then listen, listen. And the next question that I want you to ask yourself and your team and your family is, hey, family, how are we going to get there? How do you see us getting there? How do you see us getting there? And then listen, 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 listen. And then the last question that I would love for you to ask is what support do we need in place? Like, where are we missing the mark? Like, what support do we need in place in order to be able to get where we want to go? You know, because we've already stated where we're going and how we think we're going to get there. But what kind of support do we need? And it's a great conversation. Because if you're missing the mark and you're constantly annoying each other and you can't sort of enroll people into your mission, then you haven't had the right conversations. And I would say that that's one of my superpowers is helping people have the right conversations with their team and have the right conversations with themselves and have the right conversations with their family so that everybody knows what the mission is. Everybody knows where the targets are and everybody knows what their roles are and whether they're going to actually fulfill on the missions, because that's one of the big fat lies, too, that, you know, even if you're married to somebody that they're supposed to have your back in absolutely everything that you do. Well, yeah, they are. But will they? <laughs> So join me next week for Big Fat Lies. My name is Jennifer Kramer Lewis and see you next week. Bye guys. Thank you for listening to Big Fat Lies with business coach, shaman and seer, Jennifer Kramer Lewis. Join us next week at 1 p.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Mountain, 3 p.m. Central and 4 p.m. Eastern on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until next week, Jennifer invites you to laugh at limitation and live life delightfully by opening your eyes to the big fat lies.